Today on the newscast, Iran-backed militias injure three U.S. soldiers in Syria in a rocket attack, yet the Biden administration says a new Iran nuclear deal is still very much on the table. Get all the breaking details next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast, a breaking update to yesterday's newscast. If you missed it, you can check it out here in our archives. We reported that U.S. airstrikes targeted Iran-backed militias in eastern Syria. These were Afghan fighters, Shia jihadis recruited by Iran's Revolutionary Guards Corps to the battlefields of Syria. Well, reportedly some 10 of these fighters were killed in those U.S. airstrikes on Tuesday, and Iran's proxies have responded. That's the breaking update. On Wednesday night, according to U.S. Central Command, three U.S. soldiers were injured by a barrage of rockets fired by Iran-backed militias in northeastern Syria. Now, several of these rockets reportedly landed inside the perimeter of a base that is housing U.S. soldiers. They actually targeted two separate bases housing U.S. soldiers But the one base in particular was struck and some three U.S. soldiers injured again. Now, these were minor injuries, thankfully, but it shows you again, folks, it could have been much worse. It's not that these Iran-backed militias were pulling their punches and trying not to hurt Americans. Quite the opposite. But thankfully, thank God, these soldiers only suffered minor injuries. Now, deadly intent clearly behind this rocket barrage. The U.S. did respond Uh, to really make up the second airstrike in two nights against Iran-backed militias in Syria. The U.S. responded, attack helicopters, uh, targeted some of these jihadis who had apparently fired the rockets, and at least two of them were reportedly killed, according to U.S. Central Command. So back and forth here, folks. Two straight days of clashes between U.S.-led coalition forces and Iran's proxies. And you have to believe that these Iranian proxies, their actions were directed by Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps. And yet, as tensions increase, and as Iran, through its proxies, directly and nefariously targets U.S. forces, the Biden administration said these clashes will not affect Iran nuclear talks. We're going to break that down in a minute. Before I do, I just want to encourage you to subscribe to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. Hey, we are trying to reach 500,000 subscribers, half a million. We're at about 475K right now. Hard to believe, only God. But we'd love if you could help us get there and join us shoulder to shoulder as Watchmen and Women on the Wall because as you can tell, A lot is happening right now around the world, of course, that we report on here in the newscast, but in particular in the region that never sleeps, the Middle East, the world's most strategic and volatile region. What happens in the Middle East does not stay in the Middle East. It will profoundly affect all of us, no matter where we live. And what may happen, I believe eventually in the region, what likely will happen, I should say, is that Israel will be forced to take action against Iran's nuclear facilities. More on that in a second. I want to direct quotely, I'm just going to pull it up on my phone, uh, what a U.S. spokesman said. If you think the Biden administration suddenly is getting tough with Iran, uh, with these airstrikes in Syria, here's what a U.S. spokesman said about the strikes. The aim 
was not to cause casualties, but to send a deterrent message. Quote, our response was extraordinarily, carefully calibrated. It was meant to be proportional to the attacks that the Iran-backed groups carried out on August 15th. It was very precise. Now, he's talking about August 15th when Iran launched a series of drones at the Al-Tanf base in Syria. Thankfully, those drones were taken out by U.S. forces there. But that's, hey, that's just the latest in a litany, a slew of rocket barrages, as we've reported here in the newscast, over the past few years by Iran's proxies against U.S. forces in Syria and Iraq. And by the way, there's still some 900 U.S. soldiers stationed in Syria and more, about 2,000, a little bit more than that, maybe three in Iraq right now. But notice the language, folks. And I mentioned this on yesterday's newscast. Proportional. We took extraordinary pains to not hurt, basically to not cause too much damage to Iran's proxies. Why? Wouldn't it send more of a message to hit them and hit them hard and hit them in a way where they hesitate to ever lift a finger against you again? But that's not the thinking of the Biden administration because if they do that, then perhaps the Iran nuclear deal is outside, out the window, right? And you would think, in any response, the U.S. would target the head of the snake, Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps, which is pulling the strings on these various militias around the region. But no, again, that might jeopardize the golden calf, the Iran nuclear deal, which is very close to being completed. Just another update on that. A uh, key point here, clashes, even clashes now, folks, uh, pushed, propelled by Iran, targeting U.S. soldiers, U.S. soldiers wounded by Iranian militias, even that, according to the Biden White House, is not going to affect uh, what appears to be a runaway train towards the signing of a new Iran nuclear deal. It's almost inevitable now, it seems. And what this is going to do, it's going to reward the Iranian regime with billions of dollars, billions upon billions. According to Israel's prime minister, comments he made yesterday, at least $100 billion per year into the Iranian regime's coffers and no sponsorship for terror militias on the table, no ballistic missile issue on the table. Iran continues to push for, continues to develop, I shouldn't say push for, developing a massive ballistic missile and drone arsenal, but intercontinental ballistic missiles they are pushing for as well, which could one day be mounted with a nuclear warhead and which could reach the United States. Yet none of that is on the table. This is a completely one-sided deal that rewards the world's number one state sponsor of terror with a financial windfall that they will use to bolster their military, their nuclear, their terror arsenal, and to support and bolster their terror proxies like Hezbollah and Hamas. Here's what the United States gets out of the deal, however. Nothing. Zero. Folks, absolutely nothing. Not one good thing. The Biden administration will tell you, well, it, it at least delays the Iran nuclear program. Folks, it kicks the can down the road. It delays the un inevitable unless and until Israel takes action. And I believe Israel will. I believe Israel, under no circumstances, no Israeli leader will allow Iran to acquire the bomb. Just to give you an idea, as we close here, here's a, here's a direct quote from Israeli Prime Minister Yair Lapid. He says, quote, folks, listen closely. We are not prepared to live with a nuclear threat above our heads from an extremist, violent Islamist regime. This will not happen, he said, 
because we will not let it happen. Folks, read between the lines. It's not just Shire Lapid, the current prime minister. Not just Naftali Bennett, the, the former prime minister. Not just, of course, Benjamin Netanyahu, the former and perhaps future prime minister when Israeli elections come on November 1st. Every Israeli leader across every political stripe, essentially, except the hard left, is saying the same thing. We're not going to allow it. Never again means never again. We can't allow a nuclear Iran. It is a threat to our very existence. Is the world listening? That's the big question. Does Iran really think Israel is bluffing? I don't think so. I think Israel will do what it needs to do to defend its citizenry, and I believe that will eventually entail a strike against Iran's nuclear facilities. Israel doesn't want to do it, but if the world's not going to lift a finger to stop this genocidal regime that is targeted, that is focused on destroying the Jewish state, then Israel's going to have to act. There's no other way, it seems. It seems we're getting to the point. If sabotage could work, great. And Israel has carried out many sabotage attacks against those Iranian nuclear facilities. But ultimately, will that get the job done? I think we will see very soon. And, and shame on Western leaders to agree to this deal, which is Neville Chamberlain times 10, the epitome of appeasement. I know it's frustrating, folks. And I know it's concerning. But look, God Almighty still sits on the throne. He is in control. He is in control of events, and he is for you, not against you. Follow the Lord right now. Follow Jesus now more than ever. I can't implore you enough because things are about to get very interesting. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.